At WCSG, our bullpen is where your WCSG DJs spend time warming up and getting ready for your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your midday, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. And I'm Brittany. Welcome Welcome to to the bullpen. Welcome to the bullpen. Thank you so much for listening. We have got a great show yeah. for you this week, complete with a very special whoop, whoop. guest. Yes, and uh, like we will maybe get the most special of all. The uh, guests. Maybe the mostest special. I feel ba- I feel a little bad because that kind of puts Chris Love in a. I was going to say Chris you know? Love was pretty special, but I feel like he would understand. And, yeah. I would, and it also sets the bar high for yeah. future guests. Yes. I would not have scrubbed coffee out of my shirt for Chris Love. <laughs> yeah, right. For this person, I better be looking good. All right. Anyway, without giving it away, our special guest is someone who could be considered the first Christian music experience for mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of got us thinking: who was our first Christian music experience? Who oh. would like to go first? Brittany, you're laughing. I will go first. <laughs> All right. So um, I think I've talked about this on, on the bullpen before, but my mom is Becky Carlson, who does the news in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I have been around Christian radio my entire life. Uh, but I remember the first concert that my mom took me to. And I may have already talked about this. I hmm. don't know. But it was Rebecca St. James. Oh, and it yeah. was down in the Kalamazoo area. And I felt, I mean, I had to have been like maybe 10, like I was pretty young and we went to dinner first and like, I was feeling so special. Yes. Mm. I wore like this really nice outfit and on the way to the concert, (laughs) I stepped in dog poop. (laughs) And so I'm like, but you still like Christian music. Yes. So like (laughs) in the bathroom of the concert is this like 10 year old, like I'm afraid sort of to tell my mom because somehow I think I'll get in trouble even though it's not my fault. (laughs) I didn't put the poop there, but I'm like trying to figure out how to clean off my shoe it was just wow Um, but the concert was great and fun fact rebecca st james is the sister of luke and joel Joel. from for king and country so she's kind of like the godmother of (laughs) yes she's the older sister yes yeah well my first experience i was i used to listen to the alternative rock station in the area Mm -hmm. and that was when i first experienced jars of clay Flood was on the air on uh but if you want to talk like live experiences, my first like Christian music concert was uh F yes. <laughs> And but before them the opener was Paul Coleman Trio. Okay. Like I don't remember I don't know if you guys remember them, but like yeah. they were really good and they were the opener and I was like, I kinda like them better than FFH. It happens sometimes. It does so, happen a yeah. lot. So that was that was my first experience. Hmm. Mine was with uh, Amy Grant. I oh, was yes. a runner for her show about 20 years ago. She, I think she played at Kelvin College. Wow. And uh, on the side back then, I used to run for concerts. So cool. if they need just blue M&Ms, four pounds of them, whatever they're looking for, it was my job to go out and, and make sure that they had Did what Amy they needed. Did four pounds of blue M&Ms? I can't remember what she wanted. I just <laughs> remembered that her people had it together. Like yeah. it was, they, yeah. they knew what yeah. they wanted. You were and, a man who knew how to get things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew how to run to the D&W. So, <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was it was a nice experience. It was really laid back, and I don't remember meeting Amy, but uh, that portion of my life is all blur anyway. So, <laughs> when did you do you remember like when you first started listening to Christian music? Yeah, yeah. So I that was at Guiding Light Mission. So I was working in their kitchen, uh, serving the community there, and. Uh, 
they had a boombox in the background, and that's when I first really started enjoying Christian yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Tomlin was the first artist that really spoke to me. Indescribable, mm-hmm. I think, was the first song. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Steve and I are <laughs> Who's going to go first? Mine's <laughs> a story in multiple parts. Okay. Um, if we have time. I remember my very first experience of like Christian music on the radio was when I was in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I guess my parents just never, we, we listened to country growing up, which mm-hmm. is as close to Christian as you yeah. can get. Mm-hmm. Um, God in country. Yes. And uh, I was in high school and I had this friend who was like super on fire for Jesus. And like, I always grew up in church, but didn't really do youth group stuff. Like for, I was really like, yeah. I had a hard time with it, introverted. And hmm. the youth guy seemed just really weird to mm-hmm. me. And I just mm-hmm. wasn't into that. So we were driving somewhere and she's like, oh, I love this song. And she turns it up and it's a Kathy Tricoli song. And I was <laughs> oh, wow. like, uh, okay. I mean, cool. Wasn't that, it was didn't one, she have the candle one? It, yeah, she had the candle <laughs> one. It wasn't that song. I feel like it was one about an unborn baby Whoa. or like, oh, no. wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. that's why we need multiple okay. parts here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if we're thinking first introduction, that was it. And then um, I, she really liked helped me get into like, a youth group that wasn't creepy and wasn't weird, wasn't my church. And, uh, she then, um, <laughs> sorry, this youth group also, I was turned off to Christian music because they went on a retreat. We all went on this like winter retreat and all these kids brought their secular CDs with them and they burned them oh, all okay. because Whoa. that's what, if you were a Christian and listen, right. you know, you wanted to wow. follow Jesus, you had to burn all your secular music. And we're talking like set them on fire, not like make a copy. No, no, burn. right. Exactly. <laughs> no, there was this setting them on bonfire. bonfire and wow. they all, I mean, I'm like. Probably not good for the environment. Not at all. No. And in my brain, I'm like. You what? spent thousands and thousands of dollars on this music because it was all CDs yep, and yeah. those were all like 20 bucks a piece yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And so that was kind of another like, oh, okay, <laughs> like now I let's guess be, if, if we follow Jesus, that's what we're supposed to do. Now let's be honest. Did you try and snatch a couple out of the fire? I did not. <laughs> I'm like, I, I probably that was still have. good. <laughs> I, well, I felt too like... Uh, dirty or whatever to be yeah, a yeah, part yeah. of that secret ceremony and they all were just like oh mm. now we're really on fire for the lord literally on fire right. for the lord <laughs> and so that was the thing but my real like okay this is okay sort of moment was um jars of clay yeah. again and i bought one of their CDs at the Family Christian Bookstore. It was the Much Afraid CD, and that literally changed my life. Like It was like, okay, being a Christian and having a Christian influence and all that doesn't mean you have to be a weirdo who burns all of your stuff. Like That's Mm -hmm. that's not what Jesus wants for you. And so they were kind of like not one foot in each arena, but it was just kind of a cool melding of the two. And then from there, I learned more about... You know, Rebecca St. James yep. and some of the others. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, Way FM, our yeah, yep. like youth station in Grand Rapids, came on the air. And mm. I fell in love with that. Mm. And then that's that. That's where it all started. That's awesome. Okay. So, well, wow. Sorry, a lot of details. There, yeah, that's great. Oh, that no, great. fun journey. All right, Steve, hit us up. All right, well, gather around, youngsters. Here we go. Okay. So for me, the environment in which I grew up, Rock and roll, big taboo. No, no, we're burning the CDs. Actually, there would have been cassettes, cassettes and records at the you time. You also were not having a beard. You also had right. short hair. Yes. Lots of that. Right, yes. Uh, so even like what was at the time called Christian rock, that was even 
like taboo. So give us some examples. All right, so I I got a paper route in probably I don't know sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade, and I think that Christmas I asked for a Walkman, a Sony Walkman, nice. so I could listen to 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 tunes while I'm on my paper route. And so I got a Walkman and some tapes. We got Maranatha Praise (laughs) tapes. We got Harvest. That was the really edgy one, okay? Yeah. We're not talking Striper Petra. No, no. However, I had a friend at school, at my little Christian school, who made me some dubs of his Petra records. (laughs) And he exposed me to Petra, Never Say Die, uh, you know, come, beat come the on. system. That was on. Uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but their album cover art was sweet. It was kind of like how Boston would incorporate, you know, a guitar into the shape of a rocket ship, you know, and things like that. But yeah, so I would sneak those things into my, you know, Walkman, take it out on the paper route, and now Petra lyrically, they're very, uh, you know, like sort of double meanings and puns and it's pretty surfacey but at the time I was kind of like you know I don't know like developing my theology and that I think played a part in it and wow. um so yes the coloring the song yeah that song was like are you hippies or jesus <laughs> people like what and then also the uh my friend supplied me with a tape it was an EP by Steve um Steve Taylor. Okay. Called okay. I Want to Be a Clone. And it was a what? bit of a, yeah, it was a bit of a critique on the church, mm. the American oh. church. Oh. Yes. So it was getting a little That's deeper cool. there. Mm. And like, seriously, like one time I'm blasting Petra in my headphones. I was upstairs and my mom is at the bottom of the stairs. What is that? She was concerned. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Man. So what happened? Did you have to like, play it for her? It was like, nothing. <laughs> it's harvest. It's harvest. <laughs> anyway. It's yeah, Petra, I think. I just we're... love that you had to hide Christian I know. music. I know. I know. We've come a long way. Yes. And yes. what yeah. do your parents think now about what you do and the Christian music that you're playing well, the, now? The funny is it thing scandalous? Is, the funny thing is we moved to Grand Rapids the bastion of liberalness at the time, apparently. <laughs> really? And my sisters start listening to Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant oh. openly. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not fair. What? What's going on around here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So taboo. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen. We appreciate your support. And as always, you can join the show. We love hearing from you. You can email us at bullpen at wcsg.org. Also, please subscribe, review, and share Welcome to the Bullpen. It helps us reach more listeners. You can find WCSG's Welcome to the Bullpen wherever you listen to great podcasts, including wcsg.org, keyword bullpen. Thanks for listening to Welcome to the Bullpen. We are really excited about the rest of this show. It is not every week, or really any week, that a Christian music (laughs) icon stops by. But today, we have an opportunity to spend some time with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thunderous applause. No, really, yes. really. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was more of a golf clap, but that was really good. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Well, it's only yes. five of us. Yes, but that's right. That's right. We'll layer awesome. it on top of each other okay, so it good. sounds like Did a full you, crowd. Yeah, All you have to do, do is do putt that. for the whole... Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Don't think...
just answer. We do want to ask some more like deeper questions a little bit later, but we yes. thought we'd kind of do some icebreaker stuff with you if that's okay. okay. Yes. This yes. is a game that we do quite often called Don't Think Just Answer. And oh, so man. I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> oh, there, there's no I'm the worst because I, I'm one of uh, and Overprocess so, <laughs> every every answer. So. Okay, well you, right. you've got well, he's right. a thinker. He's up a on thinker. our board, we've mm-hmm. got our top three so far. So Tom, Steve, and Brittany have both gone. Tom's in the lead with twenty. So if you can beat that, then you I'll do good. For, you, I'm, do, I'm, my goal well. is going to be two. So <laughs> 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 we, All right. we go around Small the room. Yes. And yes. Each yeah. of us ask rapidly. So just answer okay. first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Right. You have sixty seconds. seconds. All right. All right. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Soda or pop? Soda. Brady Bunch or Partridge Family? Partridge Family. <laughs> Celine Dion or Whitney Houston? <laughs> Celine. City or country? Country. Donut or muffin? Donut. Centaur or merman? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, centaur. <laughs> All right. Ice cream or popsicle? Ice cream. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Night owl or early bird? Night owl. Mini golf or real golf? Mini golf. Summer <laughs> or fall? Fall. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Favorite sport to watch? Uh, basketball. Favorite Disney princess? Oh, Cinderella. Okay. <laughs> reading or writing? Uh, reading. Transported 100 years into the past or future? Ooh. Past. Sneakers or loafers? Sneakers. Go to the dentist or go to the eye doctor? The eye doctor. Preach, teach, or lead? Um, teach. Pizza, burgers, or tacos? Burgers. Laugh or cry? Laugh. Mashed potatoes or French fries? French fries. All right. Oh, you did that really well. Yeah. 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 For someone shooting for two, you did really well. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. I got through five. You each did five. five. I did five. Yeah, four. we did four. Fifteen, 15 plus, plus eight? Because you did five. Five, ten, You're 15. in the lead. Wow. <laughs> no, that's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be. Well, well done. Yeah. You guys were yeah. You guys were uh, nice. too kind. Too kind. No. I thought I was. Yeah. I didn't have to. Those were good. Thank you. That was kind. <laughs> I expected, you know. Cathartic, isn't it? Well, yeah. I had, yeah, it I had one we didn't good. get to, and yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Chris Tomlin, Mark Hall, or Bart Miller? <laughs> who, who would play you in a movie? All of the, all of the above. Of course. Nice. Good call. The, yes. The Hall of the above. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Depends on what you want. There you, know? you go. Am I writing yeah. a... Am I, Co-writing, am I out mm. for a fun day of mini golf? Do you guys all um, live like near each other? We actually do. Yeah, Chris and Bart. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's in the in the hood. Same neighborhood. Same neighborhood That's a now. Requirement wow. when you sign Basically. with a label or something, yes. yeah. like you have to live within <laughs> twenty miles. Yeah, of yeah. Nashville. Well, Chris only recently moved there because they were in Atlanta for a long time, mm-hmm. and then um, Bart only. I mean, I'll say only recently, but probably within the last five or six years. Now, Mark's, they're still in Atlanta, so they're not they are not in right. the area. That's that's right. Good folks, all yeah. three. I was going to say something snarky, like, oh, there goes the neighborhood, but yeah. <laughs> you're, too, you're too nice for something snarky. Settle up your horses! Okay, Stephen, before we let you go, we prepared some questions for you, fishbowl style. Oh, so, okay. So we're going to just draw randomly. Wow. We'll just go oh, until boy. we kind of run out of time, and then we'll close things up. All right. Sounds all right. good. First that's one. Good. What is your family's signature dish? Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's a good question because it probably has changed through the years as we go through seasons of, okay, it's time to act healthy and get healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't, At you know, the yeah, yeah. yeah, we can't do the, you know, the cream filled poppy seed chicken, <laughs> you know, uh, now for a while. But 
that would probably be one. Um, and I'm trying to think what what would it be that's currently um, actually you know it's probably the corn casserole that my wife makes every it's a holiday tradition mm. yes. but it's sort of a cornbread kind of thing but yeah. it's but it's you know mm-hmm. corn and lots of bad stuff added to it <laughs> to make it really tasty uh-huh. and really bad for your mm. arteries and things now like you have that children that are adopted from china yes, yes. do you, have you been able to incorporate any Thing from like their cuisine into what you guys eat, or do you not? You know, like it's funny. My girls, we were having a conversation about this the other day. In fact, Instagram apparently now has this new thing. Uh, it's probably I say a new thing. It's probably been around for five <laughs> years. <laughs> and my girls right now would be shaking their head. Then don't say new but thing. You know That's been Instagram around forever. Is. Yes, but yes, I know Instagram. Yeah. Do I yes. get any points yes. for that? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Instagram has this question deal. No, the question mm-hmm. stickers. Is okay. that the trail tip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yes. my girls, a little poll. Thank yes. you. Okay, yes. good. Because my daughters the other day were doing an Instagram question sticker thing on their little deal, and they said, and someone asked, you know, do you guys uh, still speak Chinese? And so Shoei is so funny. Shoei's our 18 year old, and she said, okay, people. She answered this one live. Like, can we just go ahead and get this straight? I was six months old when I was brought home from China. And were you speaking English at six months old? Okay, yeah. I was speaking baby, maybe, you know. And that's a universal language, you know. Goo goo is, you know, in all languages. So she's like, I didn't speak Chinese. Mm -hmm. And every time people say that, I feel a little bit like a failure. Like, oh, I should still speak Chinese because I was born in China. Wait a minute. No, I never spoke. I I heard some, I'm sure, as a baby, but none of us, you know, speak the language. Now she said, she just spent four weeks in China uh, at Maria's Big House of Hope there, our, our, one of our medical care centers, uh, caring for the babies, and um, Shoei's amazing that way, incredible with children, and that'll be a part of her future, I feel sure. But she's like, I picked up a little bit while I was there, and she's, you know, over the years, when we make trips back, she picks up a little here and there. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I never spoke Mandarin, I never spoke Chinese. So by the same token, a lot of people, you know, would, yeah. would think, did you carry a lot of those traditions over? But interestingly enough, my, my daughters do actually both love uh, Chinese food, mm-hmm. you know, go Is figure. Like and we all do, us, but it's like, Panda Express. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nothing. Because if you go to China, actually, and we do spend a lot of time there and go eat Chinese food in China, it's kind of like going anywhere in the world, you know, and you go thinking, you know, go to Mexico mm-hmm. and you order yeah. Mexican yeah. food thinking I'm going to get what I get at, Taco you know, Bell, yeah. At, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, your go-to Chinese, uh, Mexican restaurant is. It's very different, yeah. Yeah. very different. In fact, our sons learned that the hard way when we took them one of our trips to China and we ate a meal with government officials because a lot of times we're having these, you know, meetings with government trying to, you know, continue our good relations there to be able to do work with the children that we, the work that we do. And we just told our boys, whatever they put in front of you, just Move it around on your plate yeah. and, and try to eat it. Right. So they served them. They, they put all this weird stuff and shark fin soup and all these uh. weird things, turtle and, you know, and all of a sudden, true. I mean, this is the stuff. And then they put down this thing that looks like like Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. They're so excited. Like, oh, oh man. And they're like, so oh, no. I get them first. I get a few because I'm always have learned, always beware. It might not be what it looks mm-hmm. like. Sure. So got a few. And, and I put one and popped one in my mouth and I had already discovered that for some reason they it, it was chicken but it was it's mostly gristle mm. 
Okay. And Ooh. like chicken gristle, like the knuckles. thing that we would cut yeah. and put aside, <laughs> right. deep fried with maybe just a little bit of meat on it. So the idea is you kind of put it in your mouth, sort oh, of so chew funny. on it, sort of get the, the basically the coating and a little bit of the meat off, and then you spit out the gristle. Well, my boys are thinking chicken nuggets, and I can <laughs> yeah, see yeah. them just dishing them up <laughs> yes. and just, Excellent. man, a big one. And I'm trying to get their attention like, <laughs> and I watch them both just like big old, you know, oh. mouthful, just like, <laughs> and they're looking at me like, what is in my mouth and how do I get it out? What, Dad? what am I supposed to do with this? You know? So, uh, you know, they kind of, I'm like, you know, it's okay. Use your napkin, right. you know, just kind of when nobody's looking, spit it out. So anyway, all that to say, we, we, we do like you know, Americanized Chinese yeah, food. Yeah. Um, and we've got our go-to places now when we go to China. And, yeah. uh, but it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, here's another question for you. Childhood injury story, everyone has one. What's yours? Well, we had a, a little mini bike when, when we were kids, and uh, my brother and I, and it would break down often. And so one day I took the um, – I was trying – it was a pull rope, like the old – um, lawnmowers, mm-hmm, if any yeah. of you uh, mm-hmm. can remember, you know, pulling the rope starter. And it had this thing that, that spun very quickly, like a little, it almost looked like chicken wire. It was kind of a little wire, grass, uh, kept grass from getting in the engine. Anyway, it wasn't starting. So I took it upon myself to take the protective covering oh, off of the uh, off of the spinning wheel of death on <laughs> on the motor and wrap the I'd figured this out from you know just putting it all together that you could wrap the rope around this little spinning thing and pull it and get the motor started even though it now mm-hmm. I had taken off all the protection for my leg and so uh you know I I got it started and we were having big fun until I I hit a bump and my leg sort of hit the the spinning, very spinning fast motor thing, and um, took a little bit of skin and Ooh. and meat along with it Ooh. out of the inside of my ankle. And so I still have the scars yeah. wow. to uh, you know to to show for my uh, my foolishness. My dad would call that horseplay. <laughs> Boy, I told you no horseplay. And uh, I'm like, Dad, I think I learned my lesson here. <laughs> I have like you know a little chunk of my leg missing. I won't do that one again. So, uh, yeah. How old were you when that happened? I was probably about nine years old. Yeah. Okay. If you'd really. been in China, they would have deep fried that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't you help it. Very yeah. much. That, we call so that. I see how this gristle. is now. <laughs> see, I'm really. Okay. If you could put people together gristle. the ultimate tour, who would be on it, Christian or mainstream? Oh man. This Colony one's House. really hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, Colony House <laughs> and Jillian Edwards. Yes, Edwards, my, my 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 daughter in law and um and Paul McCartney. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, just to, just he he could open. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he could open for us. You get there three it is. songs. Yeah. Paul, yeah. make them count. Sorry, I mean, because if I start going into all my buddies, you know, I mean, I've I've toured with all of them on the side of you know, I'd go, man, it'd be cool to tour. with Mac Powell and Third Day. Hey, did that. It'd be great to tour with casting crowds. I did that, wow. you know, with Chris Tomlin. Done that. Um, so I've had the opportunity to tour with so many of my, my buddies and my friends. But that would be that'd be the ultimate. Looking at other people who use their middle names when introducing themselves, who's your favorite and why? Oh, wow. Mm, well, I guess um, it would be, man, who are other people who use their middle names? Wow. W? Michael W. Yeah, 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 that count? Yeah. Yeah. George W. Yeah. Yes. Oh, George yeah. W. Michael W. Um, that's a really good. Can I maybe? 
can, can I deflect the question a little bit into something else? Yeah. Um, the question that often people ask is, what's up with the, the middle name? I mean, was that like some, was I on some kind of, you know, head trip of, hey, it sounds really cool, and I want three names because that makes me sound more important. <laughs> Trust me, nothing could be further from the truth. And for the last 31 years now, there have been many times when I thought, man, I should have gone with Toby or, or Carmen <laughs> or something, you know, because I have signed Stephen Curtis Chapman, Stephen yeah. Curtis Chapman oh, yeah. so many times. Yeah. And I've sat beside Toby and I've sat beside Carmen in autograph lines and gone, man, you guys, you know, Carmen, Carmen, Quick. Carmen, Carmen. <laughs> yeah. But my deal was my first record came out. There was a Steve Chapman, mm -hmm. still a Steve mm -hmm. and Annie Chapman mm -hmm. who were doing music and writing songs and people kept confusing me and they would mention that yeah we got a new song because I was a songwriter before I did my first album and my early songs people would say hey we got a new song from Steve Chapman and then they began to mention you know Steve and Mary Beth Chapman because my wife Mary Beth and people you know Steve and Annie were known as a you know a combo mm -hmm. and people go wait a minute what happened where what happened to Annie you know <laughs> no. and then it started kind of a little <laughs> bit like okay? raised eyebrows going, uh oh is there something we need to know and so it was a problem. And so my record company uh, and publisher said, we need to do something about the name. We need You need to change your name. And I was like, well, man, that's weird. You know, what? Steve Chapman, Stephen. Yeah. Can we go with Stephen C. Chapman, you know, mm -hmm. Michael W. Smith? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, it feels like it needs to be something even more. So we tried several different combos. And finally, sort of out of frustration, I just said, the thing that's going to feel the most natural is just use my name, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it rolls off the tongue for me anyway because yeah. I've been saying it. And, of course, I've been hearing my mom use it whenever I'm in trouble <laughs> for years and years now. Stephen Curtis Chapman, get in here right now. So um, that was – but, yeah, I didn't think about – 30 years of signing all three names, but it's it's been okay. I mean, if that's the biggest right. problem, you're all Yeah, right. exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> all right, when you're home after being gone on tour, what's the first meal you want to eat? Well, man, these meal questions we are like tricky. We like food, ones. as you can yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, yeah. And, and we do too. But again, you know, like, like uh, it would be Season. usually pizza. <laughs> um, yeah. Or we'd go to our favorite, our, our favorite La Hacienda, our favorite Mexican mm -hmm. restaurant. Actually, is usually where we go because that's where all the family. It's close. It's cent central for all the kids, and we all all right meet at La Ha in thirty minutes. And so that's our that's our go to, and we all will go there and just you know have the chips and salsa and yes all that good great choice yeah. uh you can have your dream car for 24 hours. What are you driving? A 1966 uh, Corvette. Probably. Yes. You knew that right yeah. away. Mm. <laughs> I like old cars. Yeah. I love I love yeah. old cars. What color? Um blue. Yeah. Blue nice. with the white interior. Mm -hmm. Actually, if I get my dream car, no, I got. I'm even going to go back a little earlier. I'm going to go around '62. Those are the ones that had the cove in the side, and I got to see this. You got me thinking now. I'm like, no, wait a minute. There's that one. <laughs> I mean, like, really dream? Because I've had some pretty cool cars. I had a '67 GTO. Mm. My wife had a '67 Mustangs. We've had some cool old cars back in the day, but um, but yeah, the old vets are the are the are the best. Do you ever secretly wish the mullet would make a comeback? Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Ever, never, ever. Good answer. Have you guys seen my mullet Mondays oh, yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. You seen the most recent? Yeah. That yep. was my. That was probably my sweetest. 
you know, that was in all of its glory. <laughs> it was like it had its own whole zip code. It was such an amazing, amazing thing. But yes, I have no desire. My boys try to get me to bring it back. Dad, you got to rock the mall. You got to bring it back. I'm like, dude, you guys bring it. So instead of covering one of my songs, just grow up the mullet. Cover the mullet. Or do both. It actually works together. With being in the industry for several years, what's the best change that you've seen in the music industry? Or or worse change, I suppose. If you well, want to go down that road. no, we'll go. Well, let's go with best. There's, we can we can talk all day long about all the wah, 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 you know the the internet and digital music and sure. s- streaming and all of the things that. But what I have watched, you know, for guys like my sons and so many of their friends, you know, the the opportunity for so many artists to get their music out and have a chance to be heard. And um, have a chance to share their music uh, is is nothing like it was when I started. I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was one of the very fortunate, rare, you know, kids with a guitar and a song that a record label, thankfully Sparrow Records, said we're willing to spend a lot of money. And at that point, you know, it, it was going to take. You had to find somebody that said we're, we are willing to invest a lot of money to give you a shot to be heard. And you know produce your records and distribute them and ha- have a marketing team to make people aware and a radio team to try to get it on the radio, you know. And so now there's a, a pretty amazing opportunity for a lot of people to get their music out. You know, you can sit at home and record your song on a mm-hmm. laptop and mm-hmm. upload it to, you know, any number of ways and the world can hear it. And mm-hmm. that's a pretty that's a pretty amazing thing. All right, I think we got time for one more question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cool... Would your grandkids say you are? Uh, I go to eleven. <laughs> yeah. Nice. How many grandkids do you Goes have? Goes to eleven. Um, I don't know if they'd say I'm cool. I hope they'd say I'm sort of cool. I got my best, the the coolest. It's not as cool as Michael W.'s grandpa name because I think he he went with like G Daddy or something, which sounds more like a rapper name to me. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, Yo Yo, what up, G yes, Daddy, Michael G- Dub. Oh, wow. um, okay. But but I. Uh, my kids call me Pop Pops, which mm-hmm. uh, which I uh, I, I kind of love. I kind of think that's cool because yeah. my kids call me Pops. In fact, I got a text from Will Franklin this morning. I texted him. I was listening to some new Colony House music, and Ooh. I just sent him. Did you uh, want our email address? Uh, I sent him a, a, yeah, yeah sure. so I can share that. Right on, yeah. um, I sent it. I sent him a message and just said, "Your new music crushes." All ex- you know, because that's Will's language. He understands that. That's good. That's good for us, us older people. Is that good? What did it crush? Did it, did someone, it, it, it crushes. That means it's good. And Will, Will just answered, "Thanks, pops. Love you." So they call me pops. So grand. So the the, the grands all call me pop pops. And uh, we have six wow. now. Will Franklin has a little girl. Caleb has a little girl and a little boy. Nice. Uh, Noble Day and Ollie. Caleb just did. Little side note. Caleb's an amazing filmmaker too. In case you see any of the Colony House videos, oh, yeah. Caleb, Caleb, if he didn't direct and, and shoot and you know, edit them, the, he at least uh, the concept was all his. Mm-hmm. He just did a new film with Noble, his little boy, and he built a rocket ship out of cardboard um, and did a did a movie, hmm. a little short movie with Noble Day as a rocket as a as a spaceman, oh. and wow. it's it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, so so uh, Noble. Is the only he's the lone fellow. We have five mm. granddaughters and one little 
grandson. Oh, no. So it's pretty amazing. Oh. Yeah. Lots of guy time for him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Grandpa yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that just about does it. We're back in two weeks. I guess that would be September 3rd? September 4th. September 4th. Third right after Monday. Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. Okay, cool. And uh, we'll be back with a new episode then. And like always, we want to wrap it up with a deep cut. And since we have this special guest with us, Stephen, what did you bring? Well, yeah, Caleb and Will, my sons, uh, toured with me, started playing with me. Will was 15 years old. He turned 16 on the road because I remember we threw him a little birthday party when we were on uh, Winter Jam together. Mm -hmm. That would have been, gosh, now about 12 years ago or something, maybe, Mm -hmm. 12, 13 years ago. And um, I remember because Jeremy was, was on that tour with us. And uh, Jeremy Camp and and Hawk Nelson and uh, all these guys, you know, they they were everybody threw a big party for Will Franklin. He turned sixteen. They played with me for about five years. They kept getting better and better. <laughs> Caleb is a great singer, a great songwriter, great guitar player. And I knew it was only a matter of time they were going to probably kick me out of the band because I was not cool enough to be in their band anymore. <laughs> and uh, I saw the I saw the writing on the wall, but I was able to you know to hold on to them for about five years. It was five of the best years of my touring ever to get to have yeah. my sons, you know, yeah, on stage cool. with me every night. Mm-hmm. And then I got to have them open for me, you know, and start playing their music and introducing their music to people. At the time, they were the band Caleb mm-hmm. um, and actually went out and opened for Casting Crowns, mentioning Mark Hall, on a little tour that they did. Not so little tour that they did. But about, I guess now, maybe five years ago, they uh, signed a record deal. And changed the name to Colony House, mm-hmm. and they have been uh, Colony House now for about the last five or six years, working on their third album right yeah. now wow. in the studio. Uh, just finished a tour with a band called Judah and the Lion. Mm-hmm. They have a tour coming up that they're super excited about with Switchfoot. Yes, um, it's going to be next spring actually of, of uh, nineteen, but they're headlining a tour this fall, and uh, just doing awesome. I'm so proud of them, and they're making great music. But if I get to pick one of my all-time favorites of theirs, a song that I am actually planning to cover coming up here because it's the theme that we're going to use for our uh, upcoming Show Hope Fellowship Weekend. Every year we, in November, have a big gathering of the work that we do with Show Hope um, with orphan advocacy and and adoption support uh, that we've been doing now for about 16, 17 years. And the theme that we want to use this year is Moving Forward. And uh, it's one of my all-time favorite songs that Caleb has ever written and Colony House recorded on their first album called When I Was Younger. Yes. And um, so if I got to pick one, that would probably be the the song that I would pick of Colony House right now. Nice. All right. I don't know that there's ever, in the history of the world, maybe there has been, but a parent that covers a song that their children have yeah. already done. Like, yeah. is that? I know. So I cool. can't ever yeah. think Very of. cool. You hear a lot of, uh, you know, the other way around. Right. Yeah. Although, yeah. I will say that my sons have yet to cover a Stephen Curry <laughs> Shelton song. And so see great adventure going I mean, over well at a if I'm just show. if I'm just gonna kinda be honest, I'm sorta hoping, you know, that maybe, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, I'll cover yours. <laughs> For then, sure. you know, you guys can, you know, show the love to your father and cover because, you know, there are folks out there who I know have asked, when's Colony House gonna play dive? You know, when's Colony House gonna cover, you know, a, a song of their, yeah. of, their, of their of their pops? You know, they actually they did um, they sent me a picture one night of Judah and the Lion tour that they were out on 
And uh, Judah, the lead singer of the, of the band, was wearing a Stephen Curtis Chapman no More to This Life t-shirt. <laughs> wow, yeah, nice. we're talking 1989. Nice. He was not even born yet, I think, when that t-shirt was first. So it's vintage, yep. which is yes. really crazy now that, you know, my boys are like, Dad, you're like vintage, you know? We yeah. get out on the tour, and, and it's been crazy, some of the stories that they've told me. These bands that they're that they're touring with, there's a band called Sir Sly that they, that they toured with. This is a band out of L.A. They're actually having a pretty big pretty big song right now and mainstream you know they're out on the road and these guys are it's not a christian music tour to be sure and uh they said you know we would not have expected this in a million years and these guys at one point about midway through the tour and they don't Mm. my boys don't come in saying well you probably heard of my dad you know Mm. because they assume some of these guys they're touring with have not ever heard of me Mm. um and they said they're having a conversation and uh somebody says and your dad somebody said your dad like tours or used to tour or something and <laughs> and uh you know and and uh what's his name and my boys you know like ah you probably never heard of him yeah. you know yeah. and, and i was like no really you know so what's what's who is it and i said well his name is stephen curtis chapman and one of the guys that was in the band was like and and you know i'll have to be guarded here with my because there were several <laughs> expletives yeah, right. in the process of saying my name. Like, in fact, he said, "Dad, I've never heard your name and that many f bombs being dropped." But it's like, no bleep way. Your bleep dad is Stephen Bleep Curtis Chapman. Yes. I grew up listening to Bleep Stephen Curtis Chapman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so it was like, well, of course we know who your dad is, you know. And it's opened some amazing doors actually for them to kind of talk about. Just, you know, they said, Dad, you you know, so many of these guys that we were out here on the road with, so many of these bands, you know, there are a lot of guys that are just, they grew up in the church, they grew up exposed to Christian music, and it's something really hard and awful happened in their life, and mm-hmm. they just kind of said, I'm done with that, And yeah. but it's been an incredible opportunity to even have these great conversations. So anyway. All right, we're going to close things out. That would be fun for all of us to have a special name, so I'm... Jeremy Curtis Henry. I'm Amanda Curtis Hildebrand. I'm Tom Curtis Nearing. I'm Steve Curtis Odell. I'm Brittany Curtis Foster. And, and I'm Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes, sir. Thank you very right. much. You got to join us in this Curtis. last part, okay? Yep. Yes. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the bullpen. bullpen. I found life and I found laughter. In forgiveness, I found rest. On the shoulders of redemption, I found hope when hope was dead. I could lose it in a moment, so I dare not close my eyes. I'll watch fear fall with the sunset and see hope rise with the tide. And when the pain is true, sometimes these troubles prove that I'm alive. My eyes are open, my heart is beating. My lungs are full and my body's breathing I'm moving forward, I found my freedom I found the life that gave me reason to live on
we're doing is we're going to record with you. We'll do so. You're going to be like the second half of the podcast, and we'll go back okay. and we'll do the first half at another point. But wanted to at least grab you while you were here so we could talk to you. Yes. So we got some fun games and um, have for games. As long as uh, yes, don't no, have, don't to, have to, to. It's not like Twister or anything like that. Like um, yes. right, no, eat anything no, weird. Or, fair, yeah. No tricks. No. Yeah. no uh, not, to, not anything yeah, we're not no willing to do factor, ourselves. I don't have to, no. Yeah, so, climb up on oh, any okay. high. Put the scorpions things. away, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 